Hi, I'm Jason Wood, your host of the Armed and Ready podcast, The VA Loan Guy. Today we are joined by Navy veteran John Naseda, who's a multiple franchise owner and spent 22 years in the Navy. Come check it out. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Armed and Ready podcast. Today we're joined by Navy veteran John Naseda, 22 years in the Navy, super excited to hear about his career and what he's up to nowadays. So, John, thanks so much for being part of the show today. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Jason. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Awesome. So, um, tell us a little bit. You know, you're in San Diego now, so you ended up here at the end of your your Navy career, but how did you get into the Navy? Like, what what was that switch that flipped? You're like, yeah, I'm going to join the military, or I'm going to go Navy, or, you know, was it something you always desired to do, or tell us about that a little. It's actually funny. Um, I could tell you that I barely passed high school. So, um, you know, I actually didn't know I was going to graduate until the night before the graduation. Oh, wow. Yeah. So um, I think I was missing some some homework or, or whatever. But uh, I tried to get my, my cap and gown and got in the line. And they said, no, you're not graduating. Your name's not on the list. Oh, no. So, um, you know, I, I think my guidance counselor lived close to us. So he he approached my 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 mom and he said, "Hey, you know, your 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 son can graduate if he has these uh, homework." So I think he, she found it somewhere, and um, we were told that that I was going to graduate. So it was nice. kind of, uh, but but at that time I was I was only seventeen because we came from the Philippines and I didn't really go to the seven and eight grade. Okay. So there was no middle school in the Philippines. So gotcha. um, I was still I think sixteen when I was already a senior. So I wasn't really oh, young, quite yeah. ready to, to graduate high school. But, you know, I did graduate and uh, didn't know what to do after that. And I was we were hanging out at the mall and uh, I said, maybe I should join the Air Force, actually. I wanted to join the Air Force. Hoorah, yeah. There we go. All right. <laughs> but we wanted to, uh, I wanted to be a pilot, but, you know, obviously didn't know anything about you know, getting your college degree and all that before you could become a pilot. So, um, took the ASVAB. My ASVAB was, I think it was like 32. So I couldn't even get into the Navy or, or the Air Force. So I took the ASVAB. This Air Force recruiter said, you know what? We can't get you in. Right. (laughs) So I said, okay. Well, so I just walked out. It was a, it was a, uh, uh, it's a recruiting station. Okay. And there was this 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 Navy recruiter was standing there right outside, and he was smoking. And he said, uh, "Hey, buddy, what are you doing here?" And I said, "Well, I'll try to get in the Air Force." And they said, uh, "I'm not good enough. My my ASVAB was 32. I think the lowest back then was 37 or something." Oh, geez. But so he said, "Come on, let let, let me take you in." Looked at it. He he talked to his his uh, uh, supervisor and said, "Yeah, let's get him in." I don't know. They gave me a waiver or something. Okay. So they say, okay, well, we'll get you in, but what you'll do in the Navy is, uh, you know, paint the side of the ship and pots and pans. Okay, sign me up. <laughs> I just want to get out of here. So long story short, I, I think they gave me a waiver. My English was, was this much. And, uh, yeah, so I went to boot camp. They gave me, uh, you know, a couple of weeks of, of uh, uh, like an ESL type of... <laughs> Gotcha. Uh, a class, right. but but I got through it and and uh, 
you know, they sent me to to Norfolk, Virginia, for my first ship. It was a, a it was an amphibious ship. Okay. So spend my time there. Nice. What was your first job in the Navy? So uh, they call it a deck seaman. So that's that's what I did. I just painted the side of the ships and actually got to drive the ship as well uh, oh, as cool. a as a helmsman, and yeah, lookout, all that. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. So um, twenty two years. Um, I got to see some pretty cool places, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. It was stationed uh, on both coasts, uh, stationed uh, overseas. Um, been on warships and um, a patrol reconnaissance squadron in, in Washington State. Ooh, okay. Uh, so they, they, we, we were hunting submarines there. And uh, yeah, and then like short drug tours. runner type submarines or? No. Um, Russian submarines. Uh, Russian submarines. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So we were deployed in, in the Fifth Fleet. I see. Nice. What, um, any stark differences between kind of the reconnaissance job and working on the battleship job or, um, well, you, you get to do a lot on the ship. Um, you know, on, on, on my previous, uh, uh, duties on the ship, although I was a personal specialist, you know, you have your collateral duties. Right. So I was a um, damage control training team when I was a, a chief. And then, um, uh, anti-terrorism watch officer um, so you do all kinds of you know cool stuff yeah. even though you have your uh, i think you guys call it mos in your in your side but uh, yeah we call them uh, our rating in the navy gotcha that's really cool so um both coast what was a kind of your favorite place you got deployed to or got to to stop while you're on the ship oh it's everywhere i mean my my first deployment was in 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 Mediterranean, so that was Ooh, cool. Yeah, you know, a seventeen year old, you know, getting to uh, you know see the you know places in Europe. Yeah. That was that was always fun. Greece and all that. Oh stuff. yeah. Oh wow. Malta. Yeah. That's really cool. So, um, fast forward twenty two years, finally decide twenty plus is enough, right? <laughs> yeah. So. Um, uh, towards the end of my career, my uh, my my last uh, uh, duty station was uh, I became a recruiter. Okay. So I recruited doctors and dentists and nurses, and uh, so that was that was fun. That was that was really fun because you you get to see, um, you know, the folks that you you uh, recruited, um, and 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 have them wear the uniform. Yeah. That was very exciting. Are you recruiting them like right out of school or are they already in their profession usually when you're recruiting um, these guys? It's a mix. mix. Uh, some are just right after med school or dental school. Okay. So um, our pitch is, hey, we'll pay for your uh, your um, uh, your loan if you sign up for so many years. And um, yeah, we write off your, your school loan and you uh, obligate for maybe four years to five years. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a bad gig. I've I've done a few VA loans for some some different you know military docs. Mm, and yeah, yeah, they do all right. They do all right they in the do. military. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, and then and, you know they have their bonuses. You know, sign-in bonuses. That at the time when I was uh, uh, recruiting, that was uh, one of our selling points. Is hey, you get the bonus, and also um, we pay for any of your school loans. Yeah, that's huge. I mean, the mountain of debt that some of these guys come out with. From med oh, yeah. school and dental yeah. school. Holy moly. Yeah. My, my son just got accepted to uh, UCLA Dental School, and he'll start this um, this fall. And uh, being a, a veteran, you know, we're able to uh, take advantage of the, the CalVet program. 
Yeah. 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 That's a big deal. Oh, that's going to save him. <laughs> Quite a, a bit of, of money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's going to save him a lot yeah. of heartache. Well, congrats on him going to dental school yeah, too. That's exciting. So. Yeah. Super cool. Um, so tell us about your transition. You know, you decided to get out mm-hmm. and um, transition to the civilian life. What was that like? Did you know when you're getting out what you wanted to do? Or was it kind of like, eh, I'm retiring, we'll figure it out later kind of deal or what? Well, I mean, again, you know, the my last uh, tour was a uh, a recruiter. So really didn't want to, you know, I've always wanted business. Uh, you know, my degrees in, in business management. Um, so I've always wanted to to own my business. And, um, you know, my, my last duty station, which was uh, we had an office in Mira Mesa here in, in uh, uh, San Diego. Um, and I wanted to stay in the recruiting side. And I, I looked up and I found uh, uh, this office uh, called Express Employment Professionals, okay. which is the the, uh, the agency that I own now. Okay. Um, and I didn't know they were a franchise. So I, I looked up, I'm like, oh, I think I want to keep doing, you know, keep recruiting. And that's how I kind of transitioned to that. But, I, you know, I, I wasn't really looking into that. Um, my, my first thought was to, to save up some money, you know, to see what I, you know, what, what I can uh, save up and, and go into whatever business I, I would do. But um, thank God my wife was like, don't wait, let's just start. Yeah. So um, good advice. We we cleaned up our 401k, not knowing what we were going to get into. Um, but, you know, just blind faith said, let's go. Um, and I got into the, the staffing uh, industry. That's cool. You know, interesting. I, I think that that recruiting position in the military is a great stepping stone for business in the civilian. Right. World. Right. It really is. I mean, you learn so much. Mm-hmm. I mean, not only how to talk to people, how to sell to right, people, right? right? And um, really how to like kind of grind in more of a, a business aspect, right? Like recruiters, they work pretty hard. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's not an easy job. Yeah, I got to say, I mean, I was on the officer side of recruiting, but they enlisted. It's, it's grueling. I saw them, you know, 530 in the morning trying to get their recruits up to, to MEPS and, and get their medical. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's uh, it's grueling on the enlisted side. I know. Yeah, it's it's a tough gig, but it's great. I mean, it really. If anybody's listening to this and they get yeah. a shot to get a recruiting, I mean, don't look at it as a negative thing. I mean, you never know what, where you'll end up right. after the military, exactly. and to have that experience behind you, it it really pays a lot. I've, I've seen some and know some people that were in recruiting and have been really successful yeah. in, in business after the fact. Right. Um, and a lot of it was from what they learned, and a lot of them had recruiting as kind of their last gig, right? And they do awesome. Yeah. They do really yeah. good. Um, so now you've owned this franchise. How long have you owned it now? So I started in 2015. Okay. Um, and and um, we've grown since. I, I have two agencies now, in, in, uh, one in Chula Vista and one in El Cajon. Okay. So are you staffing for the medical industry or are you staffing for all sorts of industries? No, funny, actually, I, I don't have the license to staff for, for medical. Oh, no kidding. Right now, not, not right now. But uh, we have aerospace, um, uh, a lot of different industries, uh, packaging, um, logistics. Um, yeah, so we're pretty much in, in every space. The only thing that we really don't touch are, you know, those roofing companies because those are uh, <laughs> high risk yeah. for our associates, yeah. So, um, if people come to you, do they come to you and do you guys give them, you know, kind of guidance? Like if they're not ready for 
whatever type of career they're seeking. You guys give them guidance like, hey, you need to get this training or certification or right. help with your resume, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, we help them, uh, you know, uh, well, we call them profiles. And, and you know, to, to a certain extent, we would help them do their resume and, uh, you know, kind of create it. And, um, you know, majority of the folks that come to our office, uh, you know, they don't necessarily know how to create a, a resume. So we, sure. we do assist them and, you know, help them get there. Yeah, I mean, that's a little bit of a, a skill just by itself, right. just the resume right. piece, right? Right. Um, do you work with a lot of, like, prior service folks? Do you get we do. in there? We do. And, you know, I, I, I try to network with a lot of, you know, uh, VA uh, companies that you know, are owned by veterans and, right. you know, uh, and, and try to see if we can help them, yeah. especially in the aerospace industry that I'm in. Well, it's good here. There's a couple different aerospace companies here that are awesome to work for. Oh, yeah. Great jobs. Yeah. Really great jobs. Um, I know, you know, for military folks, that resume piece is super important, right? Because, right. you know, the things that you do in the military, it's not a direct translation to the civilian world No, with, with some rare exception. Right. But, you know, if you're, you're teaching guys how to launch mortars or, you know, drive a submarine, that that's not, not necessarily something that you're going to go do in the civilian world. Right. Yeah. So, but the inherent skill set that you learn there is transferable. So and I don't know, I don't know today, I don't think, you know, when I was in, you know, the military did much of a, a job at teaching that. Mm -hmm. um, but that's definitely an area where you can help people and understand, yeah. like, you're doing this stuff in the military, here's how it translates to civilian right. language, basically, right? And what's funny is that, um, not funny, but, you know, the, 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 the military has been doing a, a great job on translating, you know, um, you know, what we do in the military to the civilian side. So, that's good. Uh, I, you know, when you go to those, uh, uh, I think what they call them tap, tap classes, yeah. they, they definitely help you out. So, uh, and I've met, uh, you know, some veterans with, with those and, and, uh, you know, they, they clearly state what they do and what, you know, their capabilities are and, and the, uh, you know, civilian sector sees it clearly. That's really cool. So what do you, what are you forecasting now? I mean, we're in the San Diego area, pretty diverse economy, right? right. I mean, there's a lot of different industry here right. for guys to get into aerospace is a big one for you. What do you, what do you forecast, you know, in the next, next year, you think we're still going to have a, a good demand for jobs for people? Oh, it's, it's, it's getting crazy right now. Is it? Uh, yeah. So, uh, I know businesses are, are, are starting to open up, uh, especially in the, uh, the restaurant uh, industry. Yeah. Uh, thankfully. You know, and, uh, but, but a lot of them that I see right now is, uh, the logistics industry. Oh, okay. You know, obviously Amazon is, is, uh, you know, dominating that space. They are. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, we get a lot of calls from, from, uh, different companies needing, you know, warehouse, uh, or, uh, assembly forklift drivers. Um, so logistics is there. I mean, it's, uh, that's, that's for sure. It's, it's, it's happening right now. Yeah. We're in a big area. So I got to imagine, you know, Amazon's a, a big deal yeah. here, right? Yes. Um, and even probably some of the, the upper level jobs, you know, you probably get some officers trans transferring out and, um, you know, there's those different, and I'm correct. You, you probably know better than I do in the, in the logistics game, but you know, like Sigma six and, you know, mm -hmm. those, those different kind of certifications that can, right. you know, really catapult a career in that field. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And Amazon there, they, they, I believe they, they have their own department just looking for veterans, you know, just, uh, just, you know, I mean, it's good that they have that and, and uh, you know, opening up the, the doors for them. That's great. Are you linked up with um, 
like local universities and junior colleges and things of that nature in in the San Diego area. We do, too. we do, we 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 partner with the uh, um, down south, the Southwestern College, and they always invite us when there's a job fair and uh, Concord College. I say Concord because it's uh, I also own a a home care agency, so we okay. get our caregivers from 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 that end. Gotcha. So they, they really help us out a lot. So tell us a little bit about that. I didn't know you had another business. So Yeah, it's uh, it's called Synergy Home Care. It's also a franchise. Gotcha. I love franchising because us being in the military, we just want that SOP, right? right. Just follow the standard operating procedures and, and, you know, the recipe is there for success. Totally. Um, just follow. I love following systems. So I don't have to recreate the wheels. So, yeah, Synergy Home Care, it's, it's also a franchise. Okay. Um, so we service most of the coastal uh, uh, residents in San Diego, and uh, you know we help seniors, and and we also uh, take care of, of uh, we do child care as well. Okay, so yeah. in home child care in-home or child elderly care, care type thing. Oh, that's really that's really needed right yes. now, especially yes. the baby boomer generation is is oh, aging, yeah. you know, and so that demand's got to be pretty high. I would imagine here, exactly. right? And a lot of seniors nowadays are they just want to stay home. They don't want to, you know be placed in an assisted living and just be, you know, in, in one room. Yeah. I I imagine, I mean, I can imagine it probably feels a little bit like you're losing your freedom some, you know? Um, so I totally get that. Um, tell us a little bit about, I mean, you're in two different franchises now, right? So tell us about franchising a little bit. Like I've always heard about it. I know diddly about it. Um, but tell us about franchising. Like, what does it take? How do you find the right one? You got a bunch of cash or experience or how's it work? Yeah, well, I mean, there's a lot of brokers out there uh, that is uh, that are representing franchises. So they, they do, um, you know, they, they have programs where they would, you know, interview you and, and see if, if the franchising or, or whatever that industry is a right fit. Um, so um, I'm not a, a broker, so I, I'm. I know there's a process with me it was kind of different. It's I just went in and, and, you know, I wanted to do recruiting. So I have found express employment professional, but every franchises have their, um, what they call discovery day. Okay. So the, you know, you'll, you'll put in an application, you tell them, uh, you know, they'll ask for your net worth and, and your background. Um, and so, so there are, you know, great franchises there that, would not just say would just take your money and say okay, now you could be a you know a Baskin Robin franchise owner. Do you know how to scoop ice cream? Right. <laughs> right. So it's uh you know they have their process. Okay. Um. So so yeah. So you know they they have different ways of, of filtering their their um their candidates. Okay. What was your experience going through you know kind of the application and that screening process? Um, you know they are, are they I guess what I'm trying to get at is, you know, for the guy that's or gal that's, you know, coming out of the military and thinking, oh, maybe I'd be a franchise owner of such and such kind of business. Right. You know, what what should they be prepared for? What should they know ahead of time going into that process? Um, I would say, you know, um, find, I mean, first of all, you know, entrepreneurship, right? I mean, just because it's franchising doesn't mean that they'll hold your hand from, you know, I mean, they, they obviously they want to hold your hand from day one. Right. But, um, you know, it's, but it's, it's your business. A, it's your business. Yeah. It's, uh, 
and I always, you know, the new folks that come into to the business world, if, if I'm lucky enough to get to sit with them, I say, look, it's just like basketball, right? If, if you know anything about basketball, uh, you have a 24-second shot clock, right? Um, and that's your, your, your capital. You know, you got to get to break even before that, that, that shot clock, you know, comes to zero. Yeah. Otherwise, you're done. Everything that you have, you know, putting into to this business, you know, you got to get sales done. You got, you know, you got to get your clients. With no clients, there's no money. Right. So, right. yeah, you got to be ready for that. I mean, it's, uh, you know, we all we always say that it, it is a, a gamble. But, hey, uh, you know, I would bet on myself all day, every day. Yeah. Well, so, I would hope most people would, right? Exactly. But, you know, some people just have that that um false uh uh narrative where you know i'm going to be my own boss it's actually different you know and now you have to answer to yourself and there's yeah. no, <laughs> still more money yeah it's yeah. it's not as kickback as you know your, yeah. your dreams might allude you to be it, yeah. right you know it's it's working saturdays and sundays and, and late at night and you know making sure payroll exactly. gets done before you get paid. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, so there's those sacrifices yeah. too, you know, if you know what day it is, you're not busy enough. <laughs> That's, what I tell <laughs> That's good advice. Yeah, yeah. So how is it running too? I mean, are, are you kind of at the point where you're just kind of like in an ownership overseas position? Or are you still, you know, hands-on with both businesses? Yeah. I, I'd like to be hands-on. Um, but, you know, uh, thank God, you know, military has, has taught us leadership. Right. And that's, right. you know, what, what I can always count on. Um, I do have branch managers and operations manager in, in each of my. Doing my, the day-to-day. Exactly. Operational and, stuff. And, uh, you know, I just try to apply what I have learned in, in the Navy where I have end-of-day reports where I could look at what happened with this office and that office and, and the other office. So pretty much, you know, you know, you just kind of see where you are, you know, looking at your reports. and. Um, just being the the biggest cheerleader of them all too. So um, good. you got to be there. Yeah. Is there anything you, you remember from like your time in service from like a, a past leader, a mentor that you apply today in your businesses? Yeah. I had this captain. I, I cannot remember his name, but he was always tough. He was always tough. And, but um, one thing I, I remember is that, he he did it in reverse as far as trust. He said, "Look, I'll trust you for. I don't know you. I don't, I don't. Sometimes I don't even remember your your first name, but I'll trust. I'll hand you the keys. I'll trust you first until you can prove that I can't trust you any longer. And then I'll take back the keys from you. So, so that's one thing I kind of learned. Yeah, is that, um, you know, a lot of people. Hey, you have to earn my trust first before I, you know, let you do anything. Sure." Uh, in business, which is, you know, understandable. But I, I try to, uh, you know, change that and, and say, hey, look, I like to trust people, you know, until obviously they, you know, they prove you that they cannot be trusted. Yeah. Then, sure. then it's time to, uh, to, to, to change, uh, to change hand with, with another person. Yeah. No, that's really, that's really sage advice. And it's, it's amazing how some of those things, those experiences follow you you know, into what you're doing later in life. Right. So, um, I think that's a, that's a really cool lesson to have shared, um, with everybody. Um, so we got two franchises. Are you, are you going for the trifecta? Are you going for a third? 
I'll, I'll try to go uh, <laughs> as, as big as I can. Um, when I when I set out back in 2015, I said, I, I, I will grow my portfolio every two years. So nice. 15, I, I had my first office, 17, I opened my first home care agency in 2019 is my, my, uh, my second staffing agency. So maybe I'm due for another one this year. So you got to hold yourself accountable, right? It's, yes, it's, yes, it's definitely. 2021. 2021. Time for the next one. It, it, it's it's going to be a great year for, for everyone. Well, I think it's really cool to hear your story because um, I think there's a lot of mentorship just in, in hearing your story and what you've done and, yeah. and what you've accomplished. Uh, your success is awesome. And I think it's just cool to see, you know, here's someone who's done it, you know, yeah. and wasn't some mega millionaire coming out of the Navy, you know, right. just just had some blind faith and went after it. Yeah. And, um, so I think that's really awesome, man. So thanks for sharing your story. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, well, as I conclude here with our episode, I always like to ask, you know, in in the theme of the armed and ready podcast to you, what is, what does armed and ready mean? Well, I mean, just like, uh, you know, what we've, we've learned in the military, you know, you don't go out there with, with no bullets. Um, so, um, you you always try to be ready when the opportunity knocks right you never know when it's going to when it's going to knock so you have to be ready to open the door and 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 just to take it you know what what comes and and uh just go after it go as fast as you can so you know if you're going the right, the, the wrong way <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome man yeah when opportunity knocks well john Thank you so much. I really appreciate you cutting out Thank some Thank you for time having me. Sharing your story with us, man. It's been awesome. Appreciate it. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode with John Naseda. If you'd like to get in touch with him or have other questions related to employment, franchising, or any of that great stuff, please feel free to reach out to me at valoanguy.us.